0: Back to well, a less interesting. I'm Jill Chacha, and I'm with Marissa Riley, who I introduced within seven seconds compared to the last hey. episode, at, 10, <laughs> at least a good ten minutes. Ten minutes to but name you. It still happened, and I appreciate that. Well, they're well, uh, good. That's good. <laughs> <I> still... <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to In Betweeny 5 Today we're gonna talk about well holy schmidt it's the sting pain index oh man yeah oh, shit. So, so this is basically the skullville scale equivalent of uh insect stings i
1: i'm so excited for this because uh not to brag i did grow <laughs> up in texas in the woods um <laughs> uh, and i got stung by a uh, one or 20 things and uh jesus Yeah, I, I, yeah, so I'm pumped to hear, like, all about this scale, and, uh, revisit some
0: childhood, uh, memories. Okay, well, we can't go on without hearing about your agony. Oh, Um, yeah. That's what we're here for, basically, that was the whole point.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, my agony, um. So
1: let's break it down. Um, There was the time that I got into a wasp's nest. That was a very hard day for my body and my face. Um, There was numerous times where I would wake up with spider bites on my body or, you guessed it, my face. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, There was a bee. Turns out I'm not allergic, I think god um i feel like there was a scorpion incident once but i was so
0: young that i can't fully remember well i remember waking up at your place and seeing a scorpion uh, in the in the sink yeah that was a teeny one that was a baby one it was, a it was adorable yeah i wanted to name it we should have we should have did we name it no we just left it there we didn't even
1: move it, did we? No. I think we just moved. I think we just left the we, state. We left. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was our solution to the scorpion. We, we were like, l- well, it's <laughs> time to go now? <laughs> we literally got on a plane and left. Yeah. That's, that was how we took wow. care of the scorpion so, in the sink. Oh, man. But it was tiny. Tiny. By tiny in Texas, that means. That means? Not it. northeast tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Not Brooklyn tiny.
1: No, no. It was like the size of half a hot dog, so
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's tiny. Tiny. Yeah, we're gonna I I, I like your uh, measurement is half a hot dog. Americans love to measure things with food. Yeah. And so <laughs> I half a chili dog. No, a chili dog is too too big. Yeah. Half a regular yeah. hot dog. Yeah. When things are the size of melons. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I guess it depends on what it is (laughs) (laughs) in America. Uh, Yeah, so we're this. Welcome to uh, the In Betweeny 005. Holy Schmidt, the Sting Pain Index. That's right. We're going to talk about the Scoville scale equivalent for insect stings. Amazing. Uh, Scoville scale is uh, basically what we rate hot things, hot sauce, peppers. But did you know there's a scale for pain? I do now. (laughs) (laughs) And it was developed, or rather endured, by Justin Schmidt. All right, Justin. That's right. Justin used his own body to gauge the levels of agony caused by our insect friends. Now, about 150 species had their way with him, and thus was born a surprisingly poetic piece of literature that ranked stings on a scale of one through four. Let's pause for a second and talk about the fact that Justin sacrificed
1: his own body to do this. Yes. Um, Ow. Ow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I don't know if that's brave or
1: stupid,
0: Uh, but... That's open to that's open to interpretation through one through four. <laughs> so, oh God! But yeah, let before we get into which bug is the ultimate thing of nightmares, because we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about how the scale developed. We're going to talk about why pain exists, <laughs> and uh, we, and then we'll go through who who is the ultimate thing of nightmares. Oh my God. Um, so let's find out a little more about our lovable masochist, Justin. Justin. Justin Orivel Schmidt was born March 23rd, 1947, and attended Pennsylvania State University, where he graduated with a degree in entomology. Schmidt Also, uh, also studied honeybee nutrition, which sounds adorable. Chemical communication, physiology, ecology, and behavior at the Carl Hayden Bee Research Center in Tucson, Arizona. Hey! Shout out to Tucson. Shout out to Tucson. Welcome, Diner Anello. Those are restaurants (laughs) we've eaten there. Pretty good. Really great. They're fantastic. Support them. Uh, then Schmidt moved on to the Southwestern Biological Institute in 2006, becoming a research director, studying the chemical and behavioral defenses of ants, wasps, and, and Um And it was within this time frame he developed the scale. Mm. That's right. Working with bees and all these pointy little fuckers, <laughs> you get stung a lot. Yeah. Okay. When Schmidt and his wife Debbie were studying harvester ants at the University of Georgia, they of course got stung and a light bulb went off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They realized just then, every sting from a different species creates a different experience. Oh yeah. Debbie described her experience with the harvester ant as, quote, a deep ripping and tearing pain, as if someone were reaching below the skin And ripping muscles and tendons, except the ripping continued with each crescendo Ah! of pain. (laughs) End quote. Yeah. Now, this was motivation for, you guessed it, road trip. Road trip! Okay. (laughs) The charming couple took off on the strangest, yet cutest, yet puzzling, yet completely right-for-them summer road trip, collecting various ant species across several states and dabbling with toxins along the way. Uh, Justin started keeping notes and devised a scale. Hmm, one through four and partnered the rating with a sometimes humorous, sometimes artistic, never enjoyable for him but very enjoyable (laughs) for us, description of the pain itself. These descriptions are very subjective and sound very much like you're reading a wine label. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. We're going to pop open open this metaphorical bottle very soon and read a bunch and (laughs) enjoy it. Um, As an ode to his first species of interest, the Apis mellifera, or the Western honeybee, these little fuzzies became the baseline to which all of their stings are compared. Interesting. He rated their stings Mm, mm thusly: Quote, mm -hmm. burning, corrosive, but you can handle it. What? Yeah. A flaming match head lands on your arm and is quenched first with light. Oh and then sulfuric acid. End okay. Closed. Okay. <laughs> I like how this is implying that um we have experienced uh lye and sulfuric acid. Yeah. That's a good point. Hmm. Um that's a level of Justin I didn't consider that he uh God damn. Oh man. Okay. Justin. Well okay. we're gonna keep going. Um but you know it doesn't feel <laughs> like burning. Wow. Um, and sulfuric acid. Uh, sponsors of this show. Sponsors sponsor us, and we're back. And no one needed an EpiPen. That's good. That's amazing. That's no lovely. one did. Yeah, no, <laughs> everyone feel their tonsils. Yeah, <laughs> Their neck, <laughs> the glands in your neck. Everyone looks great. Yeah. Um. Now, before we get into who will make you cry the most. We're going to look into why stings bring you to tears. Now, let's ask a profound yet simple question. What the fuck is pain? It's a great question. (laughs) I've
1: been asking myself that all year.
0: (laughs) When talking about physical pain, uh, particularly that of an insect bite, luckily we could sum that up pretty easily. Uh, Quoting Schmidt, quote, we know that the reason a honeybee sting feels like a, like cigarette ash is because it has a peptide called mellidin that chews up your cell membranes uh, where the venom is injected like a microblender. Huh. <laughs> Wasp sp- stings burn deeply, acutely, partly because of peptides called kinnins. Huh. Kinnins. Microblender. <laughs> I'm learning all kinds of new... Uh, New, Horrific terms. Yeah. It's <laughs> all part of that Bed Bath & Beyond section. <laughs> that's, that's the Beyond section. Um, indeed, uh, melitin, or M-E-L-I-T-T-I-N, uh, it's an itty-bitty bomb that destroys your blood cells. Oh, God. <laughs> and also, it also targets neurons, causing them to misfire, which your brain interprets as pain. I see. I see. Now, other chemicals in bee venom have their own role. Uh, Some restrict blood flow, Mm -hmm. preventing your body from diluting the toxin and helping it concentrate into one area. Uh, This this makes the sensation of pain persist. Um, Other chemicals bind together uh, to make a scaffolding of sorts, uh, allowing the toxin then to travel into other parts of the body and concentrate there. Uh, It's like teamwork makes the misery work.
1: Yes. Yeah. It does. I have like the sweetest image in my head of like all of this, like, I guess, I guess this chemical, this melaton, like going into your body and then it's safely sealed. Yeah. And then it is slowly moved by this cute
0: scaffolding. Yeah. And
1: um, again, it all comes
0: down to Pixar. Everything is a cute horrifying pixar film that makes you cry yes
1: much like a bee sting <laughs> much like a bee sting. full circle was that a circle not really but <laughs> we're gonna move on anyway it's more of a
0: tear-shaped drop. <laughs> <laughs> oh god so now we know where the scale came from and we know why these stings manipulate our bodies to experience pain now Let's get into who can bring you to your knees. Oh, God. No, this is it. We're in the thick of it. Flying in at a mere one, a 1.0, is the sweat bee. Oh. They are commonly referred to as such because they are often attracted to precipitation. (laughs) That's all. It's just a sweat Great. Now, the only thing, uh, they're only likely to sting if disturbed. So if you really went out of your way, like jogging into a nest or you find yourself on some coked out walkabout, mm-hmm. yeah, so mm-hmm. these guys, these guys will get you. So I'm going to pull up a photo and why don't you just describe these little guys? Okay. Little ladies, I should say. Ladies. Okay. They are very small. Yeah. They're very cute. Yes. They're
1: not fluffy like a bumblebee. Um, but man, they're
0: tiny. Yeah.
1: They're very tiny.
0: They're very tiny, aerodynamic. Um, it doesn't look like they would cause you any pain.
1: No, not at all. Um, but I respect them and I believe that they would cause a lot of pain. Yeah. Or I guess a 1.0, so not that much pain. Yeah. But a little bit of pain.
0: The only thing they look like, in terms of resembling a honeybee that we all know, they've got the stripes. Yeah. But they're very, very thin. They
1: they're basically th- look like a regular fly, but with stripes. Yeah. That's what I would say.
0: They're like the supermodel of bees. Yeah. They're real skinny. Underweight. Forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay. Anyway, the sting is described as, quote, light and furial. Almost fruity. Hmm. A tiny spark has singed a single hair on your arm. End quote. Oh. So they're very much like the Sauvignon Blanc of Stings. Was going to say, there sounds go. like a wine. Um, now, the honeybee, the yellow jacket, and the bald faced hornet. Jesus.
1: <laughs> bald faced hornet? Yeah. It stresses me out. I don't It know should. Why.
0: It's, it, 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 it's all downhill slash uphill the scale from here uh now the honeybee the yellow jacket and the bald faced hornet all come in at a two uh the bald faced hornet sting sounds like eating a chocolate bar from hell <laughs> um quote rich hearty slightly cr- crunchy similar to getting your hands smashed in a revolving door oh god <laughs> now oh, can you god. describe what this hornet looks like It makes me
1: very uncomfortable. Um, (laughs) It's got like, so it's like this dark color. Yeah. And it's got, it looks like a skull. Like its face, it looks like a skeleton. Like it's got, uh, you know how like like when someone draws a skull? Yeah. And it has like the nose and the eyes. It's what its face looks like. And then it's got these little arms. And it's got a body. I, I don't know. It's creeping me out. I don't. I don't want to see it it's ever for, it's again. It's pretty awful. <laughs> uh,
0: the entire thing is black except for the head. That yeah, you're right. Looks like a human skull. Yeah, very sinister. Uh, yeah, or a um, a Tuscan mime clown. That's also yeah. horrifying. Also so. horrifying. Deeply. Uh, so. The Yellow Jacket's attack is a combo of uh, hot sauce and misogyny. Uh, quote, <laughs> hot and smoky, almost irreverent. Imagine W.C. Feels extinguishing a cigar on your tongue. End quote. <laughs> so that's the Yellow Jacket. Your description of that description was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So remember Justin and Debbie's road trip of horror? Oh, yeah. So they picked up some red harvester ants in the southwest of the United States, um, their lovely sting is a three. Hmm. Hmm. And what does that feel like? Quote, bold and unrelenting. Someone is using a drill to excavate your ingrown toenail. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's like 2020. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) So it's like that for your toes. (laughs) Now, all right. So that's a three. Um someone excavating an ingrown toenail with, uh you know, with a drill. Now, crawling in from some ungodly cluster of hell is the tarantula hawk. Oh no.
1: Now, oh hard pass. Okay. I'm gonna say hard pass on the tarantula hawk. That sounds
0: very frightening. Oh oh don't worry, I have photos. So, oh, <laughs> so don't worry. Uh, it's neither a tarantula or a hawk. Um, it's actually a wasp with the unforgiving lust for death, like a hawk, but, and their babies eat tarantulas. <laughs> what? What? I yeah. know what
1: I'm dreaming about tonight. Oh God. Okay.
0: So yeah, I'm going to show you some images you can't unsee. Oh, Are you ready? No. I don't think so, but show me them anyway. <laughs> I, all right, I feel really bad about this. Please love me after I show you I these sandwiches.
1: I will. Na- uh, happy National Coming Out Day, by the
0: way. We <laughs> <laughs> were well, the whole time.
1: Okay. We were. Are you ready? Yes.
0: Okay, do you want to see both at the same time or one? <laughs> There's two photos. Uh, you you <laughs> choose. Um... Okay, I'm going to show you both. Okay, show me both. Rip it off like a Band-Aid. Band-Aid. Ready? One, two, three. Three. Oh no <laughs> no oh my god not- uh, y'all have to look at this just just let it it's gonna be a few seconds of horrible emptiness for our listeners because i have to absorb what the fuck i'm just showing her right now i mean I'll put it on the Instagram with a trigger warning,
1: because it's really awful. Uh, Please do. This is very... Oh, man. You really can't unsee this. And for the first time in my life, I actually feel really bad for a tarantula. (laughs) I'm just saying a lot, because they are very creepy and kind of cute. But, like, these pictures, I... um, Yeah. I feel very bad.
0: Yeah. Okay, so there's two photos... That I just showed Marissa and the top photo. You want to describe that one for a minute? I guess. Um, okay. All
1: right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. Okay. Say what it is. It's okay. I'm gonna start from the top and go down. Okay. So at the top of the photo, there is this. It looks like a hornet or a wasp. Yeah. It's giant. It's got a black body and red uh, legs, antenna and uh wings and it's huge and then it is eating a tarantula that's got all of its legs in the air and it looks so upset it looks like it is it it looks <laughs> I, I i would protest in the streets to make this stop like <laughs> i realize it's a part of nature but i'm very concerned uh about this tarantula's rights right now um and in the second photo similar thing is happening uh the tarantula looks a little less stressed i think that's because it's already dead yeah um, yeah it looks a
0: little limp so so yeah um so they get limp is what is it's what's happening here Okay, okay we're gonna describe now okay I'm just going to quote from the uh, tarantula hawk wiki okay. because it is a thing of beauty. Okay. Uh, now, honestly, these things are so horrific, yet relatable. And I am telling you, they just may be my favorite insect and yours too. And you're going to see why. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Quote, The female tarantula hawk wasp <laughs> Stings a tarantula between the legs. Oh my god. <laughs> and paralyzes it. Oh my god. Then drags the prey to a specifically prepared burrow where a single egg is laid on the spider's abdomen and then the entrance to the burrow is cur- covered. Sex of the larvae is determined by fertilization. Fertilized eggs produced females, unfertilized eggs produce males. Now, when the wasp larva hatches, it creates a small hole in the spider's abdomen. It then enters and feeds voraciously, avoiding <laughs> vital organs for as long as possible to keep the spider alive. What? After several weeks, the larva, the, the larva pupates. Finally, oh god, finally, the wasp becomes an adult and emerges from the spider's abdomen and then continues the life cycle. Okay, so yeah, this that that so the uh, tarantula wasn't dead in that photo; it was just unconscious, kind of unconscious, for the babies to eat it alive.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Now I will say, as alarming as the photos are, um, this is genius. (laughs) This is goddamn genius. Uh, Way to uh, win at nature,
0: Uh,
1: female tarantula hawk wasp.
0: Yeah. You nailed it. So, get this. Adult tarantula hawks are vegan. Amazing. Yeah. they're
1: nect- Did not see that coming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're nectivorous, and complete drunks, actually. Quote, the consumption of fermented fruit sometimes intoxicates them to the point that flight becomes difficult. All right.
1: All right. So,
0: my opinion of
1: these things has changed entirely i love them i love them the end
0: continue yeah so these anarchist hippies get drunk on fruit and flowers um check it quote the male tarantula hawk does not hunt instead it feeds on the flowers of milkweeds western soapberry trees or mesquite trees cute females feed on the same plants as well uh Male tarantula hawks have been observed practicing a behavior called uh, hilltopping, where they just sit atop a tall plant and watch for passing females ready to reproduce. And I think us humans call it catcalling. Now that's a shame. That's
1: that's (laughs) a a, a real shame.
0: Very relatable uh, insect. Uh, Females are not aggressive uh, in that they are hesitant to sting so they also have a hard time saying no. Aww. But when they do, their sting is extraordinarily painful. Um, Amazing. These ladies have the second most painful sting in the world. Let's get back to Schmidt. Their sting is, quote, blinding, fierce, shockingly electric. A running hair dryer has been dropped into your bubble bath. Oh, my God. End quote. Uh, Pass. <laughs> Hard pass. Luckily, the pain only lasts for about five minutes, but five minutes is relative and seemingly feels like years when you're stung. Again, very much like 2020. (laughs) Now, I had to look up another researcher's experience because I just wanted to know something other than blind, fierce, and shockingly electric, if that wasn't enough for you. Uh, Quote, Immediate, excruciating, unrelenting pain that simply shuts down one's ability to do anything except scream. Oh, God. Um, mental discipline simply does not work in these situations. End quote. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. And those are just words.
1: Those are just
0: words. It's... <laughs> Um I hope I never run into one no in my life. They're again, you really got to like, go out of your way to you got to be like Justin, yeah, you just put it on your face and I, I, I won't do that uh, <laughs> I promise <laughs> so not surprisingly, they have few predators. their main predator is. Um, the roadrunner fuck yeah why not which makes this some sick looney tunes episode. i love it <laughs> i love it god so yeah that's our close runner up uh let's, wait there's what yeah that's, that's not the most painful thing that's not she's not um, oh my god okay oh <gasps> yeah let's talk about our winners okay it's a tie that's what? right, there's more than one nightmare, yay. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Once again, this award goes to the ladies. Yeah. Okay, now I want you to describe this thing. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. All right. Show And I, I promise you it's not the depths of hell that is the tarantula hawk, eat. you know, okay. doing its thing with the tarantula. Yeah. Okay, so, what's that little one right oh. there? Oh, What's that? Oh, you're so cute. It's <laughs> a little
1: baby. It's um, it's a. It looks like a baby. It looks like a baby ant. Very precious. Very Pixar. Uh, yeah. It's a tiny beady ant on someone's finger. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Actually, it's a little bigger than I thought. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait. Right. Okay. So it's bigger than I thought. I- I'm seeing it's about twice the size of a fingernail. Okay. It's not a baby. It's a. It's a big. It's, it's a big fella.
0: It's. It's large. But very unassuming. Yeah. Okay. I would. So if you look at your index finger. Yeah. It, it comes up to the tip of your finger to the first joint.
1: Kind yeah. Of. I would say, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty big. As someone who was recently in Arizona, I think that was about the site. Remember that ant pile that we saw? That out, oh, ant pile? Um, ha-
0: yeah, outside your mom's house. I don't
1: know what to call them. The
0: ant. The the, colony, the colony colony was out there. They were ready to go. They were pretty big. They were very large. Yeah, yeah. I would say this one. This one's a little bigger than a little bigger. Yeah, yeah. This is a good. Yeah, let's talk about how big it's going to be. It's all in the name, folks. Uh, The bullet ant. The bullet ant takes you down. Uh, (laughs) If you find yourself in the humid lowland rainforests of Nicaragua, Honduras, or Paraguay, you're in luck. Uh sorry, not at all. Um, no. <laughs> cent- Central and South America is the home range of the bullet ant, whose sting tops the list at a plus four. Oh. Quote pure, intense, brilliant pain, like fire walking over flaming charcoal with a three inch rusty nail in your heel. No. End quote. In Venezuela, they're nicknamed. The 24-hour ant, referring to the full day of throbbing pain after a sting. No. In Brazil, their nickname translates roughly to, quote, the one wounding deeply. Oh. <laughs> so, Very literal. Yes.
1: <laughs> right to the point.
0: <laughs> yeah. So deep, in fact, fresh blood has been seen in the feces of people's stung. So...
1: Okay.
0: Wow. It makes you shit blood. Wow. Um, This makes the insect perfect for, you guessed it, initiation rites. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some native tribes of Brazil use the ant as a pathway for warriorhood. Interesting. Now, I want you to picture oven mitts. Okay. All right. I've got it. Okay. Think of oven mitts, everybody. I want you to think of those oven mitts, but... They're made from leaves. Okay. Okay. And in each glove, I want you to open each glove and take a peek inside. And in each glove, there's 80 bullet ants. No. (laughs) It's a hard no. Now, imagine placing your hand in each glove. No, why would I do that? For 10 minutes. No, I would never do that. (laughs) Why are you doing this to me? Make it stop. Now, the only protection you have... Uh, is a coating of charcoal. Now, and to complete the initiation, you have to endure the ordeal ordeal for about 20 times over the course of months or years. No. Uh, And it's spaced out possibly because of this quote about these particular gentlemen who went through the uh, initiation. Um, Quote, When finished, the boy's hand and part of his arm... Are temporarily paralyzed because of the ant venom and he may shake uncontrollably for days. End quote. No! What? It's only 20 times. Come on. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) I mean... It's only 20 times. I'm trying to think of, like, anything I would, like, what would I do that for? And nothing. Maybe, like,
0: health insurance. I don't know. I... (laughs) God, the workers and queen look about the same, growing to a little over an inch. So they're about an inch. Uh, that's the size we were debating how to describe <gasps> aptly. <laughs> I couldn't think of a food that looks like that. <laughs> that's, that's it's about the size of an almond, uh, which is too goddamn big for an ant, as far as mm, I'm concerned. Way too big. Uh, colonies consist of several hundred individuals. Uh, and they're usually situated at the base of trees, so stay away from trees. Okay. Uh, on, an, on, an, on an adorable note, uh, they eat nectar. Oh, again. that's so cute. Yeah, they're also nectarivorous, carrying droplets between their ne- mandibles. So that's that's Aww. that's adorable. Oh god, uh, sharing the title of winner and world's worst sting is. The warrior wasp. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Bluntly stated by Schmidt. Torture. Okay. You are chained to the flow of an active volcano. Why did I start this list? End quote. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he had included like his
1: full like mental breakdown in this. <laughs> In this description, like you can tell, you he started. He's so done. I wish so he had done. finished
0: the mental breakdown.
1: Oh god.
0: Okay. Also, um, you ready to describe this thing? I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. All
1: right. Oh god. Okay. It looks like it crawled out of um, like the like I would say like the depths of hell. <laughs> <laughs> like you know. You know that part in Fantasia where it's the end and then there's the big demon thing coming out of the ground and sure. all of the spooky stuff is swirling? So this looks like it would be like swirling around.
0: Oh, they do swarm. Oh, great. So, you're right. so basically what
1: I see is like a gargoyle of a of a creature. It's a, It looks like a wasp and it's got um, scary monster wings.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: um, it just looks like a monster, and I'm uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Uh, again, found in Central and South America. The body of the wasp, which is you're describing, is about an inch long, Great. not counting. <laughs> <laughs> again, not counting the wings and the legs. So you're right; it is much bigger than, uh, <laughs> than our ant friend. Uh, okay, weird and also very relatable and gorgeous. They make these beautiful nests that resemble paper-woven baskets. Okay. I, I believe at it. This used
1: to, oh, it's gorgeous. I think wasps' nests are really stunning. We used to collect them, as creepy as, and, and crazy as that sounds, but um, they're stunning. Yeah. You used to, in, in Texas? Yeah, yeah. My dad had a few. It was, they're gorgeous. Yeah. I don't know how he went about getting, he must have waited until they all left or died or something.
0: Yeah. But, um Yeah they're really beautiful they're gorgeous we're looking at a photo right now of one attached to a tree and it it looks like it
1: looks looks like like a vase. vase yeah it looks like pottery and it the it has these little crevices and and this kind of pattern it's really stunning i i highly recommend looking these up yeah
0: uh we'll put it on the instagram with the trigger warning <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah they're very much like us when it comes to urban planning or shopping centers uh, their nests have one designated exit and entrance to keep the flow of traffic organized as you can see in this photo there is an entrance and an exit it's kind of hmm. crazy um, when the colony inside feel well, in, inside this nest feels threatened they display their characteristic trademark, the sound of drumming. Oh, God. In unison. Oh, God. So they do this by scraping their mandibles across the nest walls. God.
1: That's right. My face just went straight into my hand. I was like, oh, Jesus.
0: Yes, just like Roman soldiers beating their swords against their shields, these wasps get into their own terrifying groove uh and it is this distinct behavior that got them the name the warrior wasp, everybody. Uh so it's another reason to stay inside. Um why did I start this list? End quote. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. I I love it.
1: I you know, for for uh what, 30 to 40 minutes we didn't think about the fact that it was 2020 and we thought about something that was you know slightly less painful, so <laughs> that's right,
0: just a four plus when we're at a five, yeah so. <laughs> uh God, uh follow us on Instagram, well, it's interesting pod is our handle <laughs> I'll put photos of these these uh. And, and if they're too much for you, you can look at
1: the beautiful pictures of us for National Coming Out Day. Yes, um,
0: today's National Coming Out Day.
1: We're very, so. very queer over here, and uh, <laughs> we support you if you're queer or not queer. Everyone's amazing. Um, please don't get stung
0: by <laughs> any stung. of these things. <laughs> Stay inside. Stay interesting. Please do. Bye. Bye.